Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Empty backfield. Josh takes a shotgun snap. Steps up in the pocket. Guns one straight down the middle. Looking for Diggs. Makes a catch. He makes the catch at the 40-yard line, and he is brought down there. The snap is good. The kick is long enough. It is up. It is good. Still two seconds left on the clock. A 45-yard field goal for Tyler Bass. Second and nine at the Dallas 46. Play fake. Bootleg. To the right. Looking back. Throws it out. Ferguson again at the 40, at the 35. Marvel's a man. 30, head down, drives the safety further back. Folks hit short, Juan Wu from the four near side. Angles to the right, to the five, to the left, to the 10, 15, 20, 25. Kinney, toe-tapping the sidelines. Here he goes! Kinney, Juan Wu, 30, 20, Hey, 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 that belated happy Thanksgiving this day after Thanksgiving. We are recapping all the action from yesterday, the triple header on Thanksgiving and getting you ready for Sunday's action. 11 more hours of nonstop football. Hello and welcome into NFL Now. I'm Omar Reese in the NFL Network newsroom. Of course, we'll have all the latest on the major injuries across the NFL. We'll also have much more breakdown on the incredible showdowns we're looking at, including the Bengals and Titans, a rematch of the AFC Divisional Showdown last year. But we start with a major injury from last night where we saw Von Miller carted off in that Bills-Lions game. Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero with much more on the injury front. And Ian, let's start with you and that Von Miller. What's the latest on him? Von Miller had his MRI today, and my understanding is he sustained a lateral meniscus tear in his knee. He did not tear the ACL. That is good news. If he had torn the ACL, there's no decision to be made. He would have surgery. His season would be over. This is far more complicated for Von Miller, which isn't a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either. Here's where it all stands. He's going to take about the next 7 to 10 days to see how his knee responds to treatment and rehab. 
if all goes well, if he's feeling okay, and it really in some ways does depend on his feel, in addition to uh, whether or not he can re-injure it. But if he's feeling okay, then down the line, closer to the playoffs, closer to the end of the season, he could theoretically play with a brace. Wouldn't be the first time he's done it. He'd play, he's played with a brace before. If he's not feeling good, if it's not healing properly, then he would need surgery, which would likely knock him out for the season. So the Buffalo Bills and Von Miller have no immediate answer in wait-and-see mode for their star pass rusher. Yeah, Von Miller's injury will play a major role in the AFC playoff race. So will t- Sunday's game between the Bengals and the Titans. Tom, we're keeping an eye on a couple injuries there for Cincinnati. What more can you tell us about Joe Mixon? Lomar, Joe Mixon is out for Sunday's game against the Titans because of the concussion that he suffered last weekend. Mixon did not practice this entire week, so this is not a surprise that Zach Taylor says officially he's not going to play. Expect a lot of Samaje Pirine in place of Mixon coming up against Tennessee. Better news on another Bengals star. Jamar Chase had a good week of practice, according to Zach Taylor. He's officially going to be listed as questionable for Sunday. Taylor indicated this could be a game-time type of decision. Chase has not played since suffering a hip injury back in Week 7, so whether he plays this week or not, very good news that Jamar Chase is getting close to being back on the field for Cincinnati, Omar. Yeah, huge news for Cincinnati win. And if uh, Jamar Chase gets into the lineup, it would be huge news whenever Odell Beckham Jr. gets back into somebody's lineup. Ian, what can you tell us about the OBJ sweepstakes? We've probably never dedicated as much airtime to someone who has not played this season as we did this season to Odell, which is awesome. It's a fun thing to talk about. No doubt it'll be fun wherever he signs, and at least it seems his suitors are now lining up. We've known for a little bit more than a week now that the Giants and Cowboys are going to visit with Odell. I would also not be surprised if the Buffalo Bills threw their hat in the ring as well. Of course, Odell and Von Miller, we just talked about, are pretty close. They've been talking regularly. The recruitment has been on there. Uh, from what I'm told, the Cowboys visit expected to be December 5th. That is one that we know. So it's not going to be an immediate decision, which, Omar, that means we get to talk about Odell for more than another <laughs> week which is all, of course, very, very good news for all of us. Do we know why it's not being held until December 5th, Ian? Well, I think what teams want is just a little more information on his knee and a little more time. There's no rush. You know, this is someone who's going to contribute the last couple games and probably into the playoffs. So more information for everyone is better on the knee, on where teams stand, on everything. Yeah, can't wait to track that. All right, so the Cowboys enjoying a victory Monday today. Mark Ross and Jim Trotter back with us now. Mark, you heard Mike McCarthy say a lot of stuff to clean up. What did you take away from the Cowboys yesterday? Well, let's start with a positive first, Omar. And when you look at that Cowboys team, they have all the elements to make a Super Bowl run. They've got Dak at quarterback. They've got playmakers on offense with CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard can run the ball with Zeke. The offensive line is playing well. We'll get Tyron Smith back. Then on the defensive side, arguably the best defense in football, and they can swarm teams, especially with the best player in the league, possible MVP candidate, and Micah Parsons, who can take over games, let alone what Demarcus Lawrence can do. So they've got all those elements to make a run. But as Mike McCarthy said, we have to clean up things, particularly the penalties. They had 13 penalties yesterday, lead the league in penalties tied with Denver this year. And the issue with teams is the consistency, things that they do consistently. And what Dallas does consistently is get penalized. And this goes back to last year as well, where they led the league 
and even in the playoff game against San Francisco, had 14 penalties. Mm -hmm. So this is something, obviously, that the Cowboys have been stressing. The coaching staff has been stressing to improve. But at this point, this may be just who Dallas is, that they just cannot get out of their way. You watched the game yesterday. They do great things. Boom, they get moved back, and they still had so much talent to overwhelm the Giants that it didn't matter. But once it gets to the critical juncture of the season and playoff games, if they continue to penalize themselves, much like last year, it's going to be a quick exit out of the playoffs despite all the talent and playmakers that they have on both sides of the ball, Omar. And we just saw what it looks like when they do put it all together, the beatdown that they put on in Minnesota against the Vikings last Sunday, that 40-3 to effort, so if they can get that consistently, look out. Meanwhile, Jim Stephen Jones, owner, senior vice president of the Cowboys, challenged C.D. Lamb and said he's got to start playing like a number one receiver. He certainly has responded this year. What else might be motivating here, him of recent uh, note? Well, Omar, what's interesting is that he has responded since all this talk of OBJ coming in <laughs> has happened. He's gone over 100 yards in two of the last three games. That's only the second time in his career he's had over 100 yards receiving in two out of three games. So from that standpoint, that's critical for Dallas to get him going in that way. But one of the things I take from that game yesterday was the diversification of this offense. We see now Zeke and Tony Pollard, how they complement each other. And we saw the incorporation of the tight ends yesterday in the passing game. And that's critical to this Dallas offense as well so that teams can't load up on that running game or on C.D. Lamb if OBJ is not there. So for me, that's something I took away from this game. When you see them getting more players involved offensively, and as Mark said, you get Tyron Smith back, this offense has a chance to go to another level. So that's what I took from yesterday's game was just to see more guys involved, more playmakers involved which should make Dallas's offense more dangerous as we go forward. And when Dak Prescott returned, the Cowboys are leading the league in scoring since that Week 7 effort. So certainly an explosive offense that could only get better here down the stretch. Mark Ross, Jim Trotter, thank you both very much. Still to come here on NFL Now, we're going to get PFFs breakdown on the Chargers. How realistic is a playoff run for them now that they are on the outside looking in? That's next on NFL Now. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit BioToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Justin Herbert and the Chargers up 20-13 to 13 last week against the Chiefs but couldn't hold on and now are sitting at 5-5 five and five and one game out of the playoffs. Here's a look at the current AFC playoff race. Of course, the Chargers have lost two in a row going back to the Sunday night loss against the 49ers the week before. And there you see currently the Jets at 6-4 and four back into that playoff position because of the Patriots' loss last night. And there you see the Bengals and the Dolphins there in the wild card spot because of the Bills' win yesterday. For much more on all things NFL, we welcome in our pro football focus analyst, PFF's Trevor Sikama, who joins us now, also co-hosts of multiple podcasts there with PFF. And we're going to start this discussion, Trevor, with those Chargers. Despite falling out of the playoff picture right now, despite losing two in a row, you still think they have a chance, more than a chance at the playoffs. How do you explain that? I, it's hard not to believe in Justin Herbert. When you see some of the throws that he makes, I mean, they're alien-like. He is in a <laughs> tier with some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And as we know, the quarterback position is the most important position in the game. So I'm going to bet on a guy like that. Look, they're behind the eight ball a little bit in our PFF power rankings and our simulations. We have them at a 34% chance to make the playoffs. That's below both the Jets and the Patriots. So they do need a little bit of help. But Patriots, according to our simulations as well, have the second toughest schedule moving forward. So that's good news for the Chargers. Ultimately, though, Justin Herbert's just been playing so well. He's got one of the lowest turnover-worthy play rates in the NFL, despite having the second most passing attempts. He's got the most big time throws despite having the 35th ranked average depth of target so this guy is still playing incredibly well if something lets him down honestly it's going to be that defensive side of the ball over the last three years they were bottom 10 in the nfl in defensive points allowed and over the last two years they're bottom five and so they're not going the right direction on the defensive side of the ball but if they get a little bit healthier if they start playing a little bit better there Give, give me Justin Herbert. It's kind of what I'm saying. It's hard to bet against the guy. Yeah, Justin Herbert not necessarily putting up the numbers he's had in the past, but when you consider he's spent most of the year without Keenan Allen, a lot of time without Mike Williams, right. under that context, it becomes more impressive. Of course, the Chargers are at the Cardinals this weekend. As for another AFC contender, the Baltimore Ravens, their offense didn't look good last week. They got the win, but what makes you confident that this offense can get it together? Well, I, I honestly, the most confidence that I have in the Ravens has to come to the defensive side of the ball, right? When you look at the last six, seven weeks, or especially even as of late, the last three or four weeks, they've been top 10, top five in the NFL in terms of EPA per play allowed on defense, which is a big time metric when it comes to lighting, not a lot of points come on the scoreboard for the other team. So you have to have faith in where the Ravens defense is going. And on the other side of things, they're just so thin at receiver. That's the biggest worry with what they have right now is can they keep up with some of these better offenses in the NFL, even with a good defense? Losing Rashad Bateman really hurt this team. They love through the offense to run through Mark Andrews, but it has to be more than just him. They'd love to get Devin Duvernay more involved. Even the coaches have talked about that over the last couple of weeks here. But Duvernay, yeah, he was making good plays as a wide receiver three. Is he a wide receiver one type guy like they'd love for him to be now with the injuries they've had to that receiving core? I'm not so sure about that. So even with the fans and even the coaches clamoring for more Devin Duvernay touches, 
how much return on investment are you going to get there? Or is it just the fact that the receiver room is so thin? You know, it's Lamar Jackson. You know, great things can always happen when he's the quarterback. But is the receiving core going to be the Achilles heel for this Ravens team? We'll have to see. And now with that Lamar Jackson hip injury, that's something to keep an eye on for this offense. We saw the AFC playoff picture a moment ago. Take a look at the NFC playoff picture. Now the 49ers, thanks to that Monday night win over the Cardinals, take over the top spot in the NFC West thanks to their earlier win in the season over the Seahawks. So there they are, number three, of course, the Vikings and the Eagles in front of them with that 9-1, 9-2 record. And there are the Buccaneers hanging on, 5-5 five five leaders of the NFC South. And you see the Cowboys, Giants, and Seahawks all right there. And there's Washington coming in, you know, the dark horse that they are as the eighth seed. But let's go back to the 49ers. We saw the embarrassment of riches they have on offense there on Monday night. So many weapons to choose from. What's your take on San Francisco's offense? Look, it's Thanksgiving. I got family from Philadelphia. They're all big Eagles fans. They loved what's going on this season. But I was telling them last night for Thanksgiving, the biggest threat to the Eagles to me is the San Francisco 49ers. You look at what they can do on both sides of the ball. Of course, D'Amico Ryans has that defense flying around, playing like one of the best defenses in the NFL. But then you move over to the offensive side. Even if you want to sit there and say, ah, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not a takeover guy. He's just a game manager. Even if that's the case, which I'd push back on a little bit. <laughs> look at who he's got to be a game manager too. Christian McCaffrey, elite receiving grade out of the backfield. Debo Samuel, most missed tackles forced of any player at a receiver position so far this season. Brandon Ayuk's now in the 80s grades. He is becoming one of the better route runners in the NFL. And of course, George Kittle, he plays so well as a blocker and a receiver. You can't cheat. You can't cheat to either side because he'll beat you anyway. And I think that that is the story of San Francisco's offense at this point. After they acquired Christian McCaffrey, you can't afford to lean one way or another. You have to focus on each one of these guys and demanding a defense to cover Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayo, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, every single play. That's tough. And that's as, a tough ass. That's why the Niners are so good. And as dangerous as they've looked already, including Monday, putting up 38 points on the board, they've only had a few games of experience playing together. You can imagine what they might look like in January once they really get a full head of steam. Trevor Sycamore, we don't have to imagine he's always good when he's here on NFL Now. For much more on hip coverage, go to pff.com. Go to the app at PFF for much more from Trevor. Thank you very much. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers heading to Philadelphia to take on the 9-1 Eagles. We'll break that one down next right here on NFL Now. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. 
like a rugged half-ton tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Third down. Game on the line. Hurts takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in! Touchdown! Jalen Hurts! Jalen Hurts on the quarterback draw! scores and the Eagles can take the lead with the extra point. Hey, that was a big time touchdown by Jalen Hurts to win the game against the Colts and cap that 10 point fourth quarter comeback for much more on the Eagles game upcoming against the Packers. We welcome back James Palmer and Jim Trotter and James we will start with you Nick Sirianni and that Eagles offense fifth in the league right now but where are they looking to improve. It's that spot right there. It is the tight red zone, which is a major focus for this team each and every week. It is their longest meeting of the week. It happens Wednesday night. They start preparing for it Tuesday night where all the coaches are in there trying to find little added wrinkles or little adjustments or changes to what they do in that tight red zone. It lasts about three or four hours every Wednesday night. And that play in particular was a wrinkle that they put in that very week to play off of some of the stuff that they have down there using Jalen Hurts to run the football in the red zone. That's where they feel like they have an added advantage because teams have to find a way to defend them. But at the same time, they know that, Jim, a lot of teams do things differently down deep in the red zone against the Eagles because of Jalen Hurts. So it actually adds in their preparation in a sense. But they do think this is an advantage. And that play right there, running a draw with Boston Scott, the running back, to his right in the backfield, something I haven't shown this year, fooled guys like DeForest Buckner, it fooled Yannick Ngakwe, and as they keep trying to find these little wrinkles, that's why they have the fourth best red zone offense, Omar, in the NFL, and running Jalen Hurts down there is a major advantage, and that's why Matt LaFleur said today in his meeting that he looks at Jalen Hurts as Josh Allen carrying the football. Mm -hmm. He can either run you over or run around you, and it's just a great advantage that they keep tinkering with with this Eagles offense. And certainly can run into the end zone with those eight rushing touchdowns can attest. James, uh, Jim, rather, on the other side of the ball, you have the Packers coming in four and seven. Of course, in Matt LaFleur's first three season, they'd won 13 games every single year. They're not used to being in this position to climb out of this big hole. How concerned are you for them to be able to turn it around here? Well, it's not so much if I'm concerned, Omar, it's that history says we should all be concerned. Look, we're going to learn a lot about the Packers' offense uh, or athletic character uh, in the coming weeks. As you say, they're 4-7. and seven. They're on the cliff of irrelevancy here. 
They're five games behind Minnesota in the NFC North. They're two and a half games behind Seattle for the final wildcard spot. And even if they went out to get to double digits, there's still no guarantee that they're going to make the playoffs. Think about this from our research staff. They say that since 1990, teams that are five and seven have reached the playoffs only 10 out of 151 times. That same period, if you are four and eight, you have reached the playoffs just once in 109 times. So the odds are against the, the Packers making a run here. But if they are going to, as slim as they are, history says they better win this game, Omar. Yeah, the Eagles can make the playoff chances go from slim to none. Uh, by the end of Sunday there, night. There's a scenario. There's actually a scenario where they could be eliminated this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. And the Vikings could actually win the NFC North if things uh, break their way. So we'll be uh, keeping an eye on that one for sure. Jim, James, thank you both very much. Meanwhile, new right now into the NFL Network newsroom, Chase Young officially listed as questionable with that knee injury, of course, coming back from the injury last year. It's been a long road ahead for Chase Young, and the Washington Commanders have been on fire of late. Of course, Taylor Heineke has been a big part of that, and now they get ready for the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. For more on that matchup, we welcome back Judy Batista and Mark Ross. And Judy, we'll start with you. Taylor Heineke, he's been the spark, but where else are you looking to attribute some of that success from Washington? Well, Taylor Heineke and the offense has an awfully nice safety net in that <laughs> defense. That Washington defense is really what is propelling them on this winning streak that they are on. They are third in third down defense and third in big play defense, which means they're not giving up the big chunk plays and they're also getting off the field. They're not allowing those long extended drives. How are they doing it? Well, they're third in quarterback pressure rate in the league and they're fourth in the league in quarterback pressure rate with only four men. So they're not having to bring extra rushers up there to get to the quarterback. They've got three players who have six sacks, at least six sacks. And of course, as you just mentioned, Chase Young, he may be back this week. He's questionable or could be coming in the next few weeks. But all good news for this defense. And that is a real security blanket for Taylor Heineke. No question, Judy, with that defense, what they're doing, only giving up an average of 15 points in those five wins that they've had. But, of course, they're inspired by the quarterback, as all teams are. <laughs> we got to give Taylor Heineke love. Where Ron Rivera earlier in the year, remember when they asked what the difference between his team was and the NFC East? And he said quarterback threw Carson Wentz under the bus. But that was prophetic because, look, Taylor Heineke's not setting it on fire on the field with his stats and throwing. But again, it's the belief that a quarterback gives a team where they're going into the game, that defense, the whole team saying, this guy is going to give it his all, make key plays for us when, the, when he needs to, not beat, beat, our, beat us and beat himself, turning the ball over. And Taylor Heineke has done a good job of just making key plays, getting it in Terry McLaurin's hands and his playmakers there and staying out of the way so the defense can feast and make plays and win games for the for the commanders. And when you look at the stretch here, this next game against uh, the Falcons who run the ball, Washington six against the in the league versus the rush. Another good matchup for them where the defense can feast and Taylor Heineke can inspire and lead Omar. Yeah, remarkably, they were one in four at one point. And by the end of this weekend, again, if things break their way, they could be in the NFC playoff picture. It's been a remarkable turnaround to watch Taylor Heineke and that defense, certainly focal points for the Washington Commanders. Judy Mark, thank you both very much. 
Meanwhile, the Pro Bowl is returning to Las Vegas 2023, and they're transforming the Pro Bowl into the Pro Bowl games, including new skills challenges and culminating with an AFC versus NFC flag football showdown. An all-new format, but the same way for you to vote on your favorite players and the league's best in each position. Play your part in the 2023 Pro Bowl games vote presented by Castro. Text vote to 635-635. Still to come here on NFL Now. Oh, my favorite player growing up, Bo Jackson. We're celebrating an anniversary. Jim Trotter back with us to tell you what that is next on NFL Now. Oh, this takes me back to my childhood. My favorite player growing up, Bo Jackson. This is a 91-yard touchdown in Week 12 against the Seahawks 35 years ago. Of course, the Raiders and Seahawks getting together this weekend. But November 30th, the 35th anniversary of this historic run and performance by Bo Jackson, one of the great players of all time, of course, the Great career cut short with that hip injury in the playoff game against Cincinnati in 1991. Jim Trotter wrote about that historic performance by Bo Jackson recently. You can see that article on NFL.com slash Trotter. And Jim, when you look at that play, what may be something that we might not know about it here all these years later? Omar, it's not just us. It's some of the players who were actually on the field. And that's that that play was not supposed to happen. It was supposed to be a pass play. Mark Wilson, the quarterback that day, told me that when the play came in, it was a pass play. And he said, one thing he knew about playing in the kingdom is that you don't want to make a mistake and get that crowd involved because it can be an avalanche on you. But when he heard the play, he looked and he saw that the Seahawks had six defensive backs on the field. Well, the Raiders only had, they had their 22 personnel, two backs and two tight ends, only had one wide receiver on the field, and that was James Lofton. And Mark said he didn't want to take a chance of a mistake happening. The matchup wasn't good. So he changed it himself, not at the line, but actually in the huddle through a run play. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, truly history. What was the most impressive part of that run, that performance there 35 years ago to you, Jim? I'll say this, Omar. It doesn't get talked about enough, and it's Marcus Allen and his role in this. Look, when Bo came to the team off the baseball season, he didn't know the playbook. And so he was behind, obviously. Mm -hmm. And in practice one day, one of the coaches is yelling at him about missing an assignment and whatnot. Well, Marcus Allen, who let's remember is a former league MVP and an all-pro running back, takes the football, turns around and hands it to Bo and says, I will block for you. Not only that, what he would do to help Bo is that he would lean to one direction to show Bo which way the quarterback was going to pivot for the handoff. And so those sorts of little things helped Bo get to where he was and do the things that he did. And when you talk to the offensive linemen who were involved in that play, without um, being solicited, they bring up Marcus Allen being so uh, unselfish in terms of sacrificing uh, carries, sacrificing yards, those sorts of things to help Bo be as good as he could be. Yeah, Marcus Allen, one of the great class acts in the history of the NFL, certainly in Canton in his own right with that gold jacket. Jim Trotter, thank you very much for much more on that article. Again, go to nfl.com slash Trotter to learn about more history on Bo Jackson and that historic performance. Still to come, speaking of the 
Raiders and the Seahawks. Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker might not be in the same category as Bo Jackson, but they put up some solid numbers this season. So is this matchup in Seattle worthy of your fantasy attention? Here's Patrick Claibon and the Fantasy Live crew with their Games of the Week. Oh, we are stuffed, not just with Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving leftovers, but with football. But we got more football, especially fantasy-related football, to look forward to this weekend. So uh, let's go through our games of the week. Mike, what are you looking forward to the most? The Chargers and the Cardinals, to me, stands out immediately. Like, we have two wide receiver ones back in our lives now with D-Hop and Keenan Allen. Justin Herbert was playing better football last week, and this is a great matchup for him. We know Austin Eckler's awesome. James Conner now has a really good matchup as well there. A lot of big names in this game and I think a lot of points will be scored. A lot of fantasy games will be determined in this game. I'm really interested in the Raiders versus the Seahawks and not just because Jim Trotter recently wrote about Bo Jackson trucking Brian Bosworth all those many <laughs> years ago, but I do like the running backs in this one. Josh Jacobs has been kind of a revelation for us in fantasy. He's been consistently good all year long and Kenneth Walker III has just stepped up and been huge in the absence of Rashad Penny. Looks like a guy who could potentially be a league winner. Has a great matchup this week against the Raiders. Should absolutely be in fantasy lineups. You know what, I'm going to go off the uh, side stage here. I know a lot of people aren't looking at that Texans and Dolphins game and be like, I got to watch this one. But uh, honestly, I'm really looking forward to this one. One of the reasons why is the running backs on both sides of the football. We got Damian Pierce, who's been one of the best players in fantasy football this season. But the Miami Dolphins, who are not very good running the football statistically, they're 27th in the NFL in running the ball. But... Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. both have an opportunity and both of them need to be in your lineup. Yeah, so many fantasy viable players, especially on that Dolphins offense. Uh, I'm looking at the Titans uh, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, and there's really only one fantasy viable player on the Tennessee Titans. Fortunately for you and for anybody else that has them, uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is Derrick Henry. The king in six of his last eight games. He's gone over 20 fantasy points. And then on the other side, T. Higgins right now in terms of receptions is overall wide receiver three since week nine. So keep an eye on that game and keep an eye on us on NFL Fantasy Live all week on NFL Network. Yeah, right there at 6 Eastern. Thank you, Patrick and crew. Time now for the Pepsi Zero Sugar Rookie of the Week Award. Lions defensive end Aiden Hutchinson is this week's winner, getting 48% of the votes after recording both an interception and a fumble recovery in the Lions' Week 11 win against the Giants. Congratulations to Aiden Hutchinson, your Pepsi Zero Sugar Rookie of the Week for Week 11. Time now for one more thing. Judy Batista, we'll start with you. What's your one more thing? Well, Stefan Diggs made one of the biggest plays of the day yesterday to save the Buffalo Bills. But how about this? Before the game, he pulled this young fan down out of the stands oh, to participate in pregame warmups, took him out on the field, threw him a pass, and then the kid threw a pretty good pass back to Stefan. That is a fan for life. Great job, Stefan Diggs. Mike, what's your one more thing? All right, to me, Thanksgiving is all about family and football. And yesterday, it all came together for yours truly. Uh, the man seated is my father. The man behind him is my brother. The number 17 is my son. A big win for them yesterday on a Thanksgiving day. And to have uh, those guys together with me was pretty awesome. Impressive that they're playing on Thanksgiving. Good on Mike's son's team. Mark, what's your one more thing? My one more thing. Yesterday, the three games, the first time since 1926, that three Thanksgiving games were all within one score, and it helped that the Giants with that late uh, late score helped a lot of people. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, our friends in Vegas know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> hey, also the hey 21st anniversary of this. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? 
I just hope we can win a game. One of the great sound bites of all time. Jim Moore and the playoffs even spawned a whole commercial uh, campaign there with that speech. I caught up with Jim Mora uh, in Arizona a little earlier this season. As great a personality as ever. Thank you for giving us that one. A quote we'll never forget. Everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy the games on Sunday. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.